Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to uh, Mary van Gevin. How are you doing, Mary? And where are you hanging out right now? I'm so good. I'm in sunny California, and it's actually sunny today. And we don't we don't handle rain very well, so we're call your Californian because they're struggling. I've heard, I've heard about that. So you had a week of rain, so that's not good. <laughs> it's almost like a ger- being in Germany. <laughs> Wonderful. So Mary van Geffen is an international parenting coach and parent educator for overwhelmed moms of strong-willed and spicy children. Mary believes that when a mom realizes how hard she is on herself and cracks the door open for some self-compassion, her entire family is bathed in light. Mary is a certified simplicity parenting counselor and professional co-active coach. Her greatest achievement, however, is cultivating a calm, kind, and firm relationship with her spirited uh, uh, go-getter daughter, 17, and a polar opposite introverted son at 15, and unenagrammable hobby. <laughs> I love that already. So I think your mission to gain confidence, to choose gentle, respectful discipline, especially if you weren't raised that way, is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Mary. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Wonderful. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Um, she or he or they are a overwhelmed parent of a spicy one. And I define a spicy one as a child who has a fierce drive for independence way earlier than many humans um, become that way. They're sort of the dragon children. They are intense and they're innovators. They don't follow. They have this intense sense of um, injustice, but usually more about when other people don't follow the rules, not them, because they're not really rule followers and they can be brutally honest and they're just they're difficult people to raise and to sometimes be with and that's who this parent um is has been gifted and I was that person and I am raising that person who's now finally 18. I gotta update my um bio. So it's and and, and likely this this mother has just she's at the breaking point a little bit, like something's wrong with my kid or there's something wrong with me. It's sort of that black or white thinking when they come to me. Mm, I understand. So thanks for the clarification. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think it's lovely how you call them the spicy ones. And uh, so, yeah, we can, we get, can get into that, uh, the, the why you get into that a little bit later. So um, yeah, we're all humans, assuming. Um, so what are common mistakes uh, your clients uh, make when trying to solve the issues? Um, there's such a focus on the problem, the challenge of this child. Oh, they're so bossy. They're so dramatic. There's a real, it's like we we're stuck in this negative um, brain loop about what's not okay with this kid. And that most parents in this situation are missing the technicolor brilliance of this change maker of this 
subversive sense of humor. I mean, a, a, the mistake is is seeing the negative, like even walking into the way the toys are set up and saying there's something wrong with this kid or interpreting their drawings as signs of a sociopath. Like we just get caught in this, there's a problem when actually you are raising a genius. You're raising somebody gifted and you have a window on this, this dance of two steps forward, one step back. So the biggest mistake would be focusing on the negatives rather than the positives. And if I can add one more, it's this, this attributing your success as a parent as your ability to control another human being. And you actually can't control this kid. You can be in charge of this kid. You can practice boundaries with this kid. But if you're assuming that a good parent can have a child who has behavior they approve of and want, then you will feel like a um, a complete uh, lack of success and a loser for your, your whole parenting. And you'll also completely damage your relationship with your kid. So it's a reframing. A lot of it is a mental game. It sounds like a lot of traps are on this pathway to to uh, to to you know, successfully parenting uh, these spicy ones. And uh, I love that you to put the highlight on the positive side of things uh, because that's always too often overlooked here. So before I ask Mary what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement, let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Mary, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with these spicy ones? Yeah, I want you to open up your phone and create a note on your phone where you begin to capture the good about this child. So we've got to sort of get you in a in a creative, um, curious space so that you can um, make some shifts within the family and you can have more influence on this child. So it's the tip is to focus on the good. And I want you to be writing them out so that you can begin to train your brain to see the goodness of this child, the things that are already brilliant, that are already okay. And to sort of create um, a list to do that, that marinating in that will shift a lot of, um, of the internal struggle. It's like, there's a, a great, I wish I knew who wrote it, but there's a great quote that, um, and I think it's a Buddhist one, that pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. And this will be one of the hardest assignments of your life, but you don't have to suffer through it. There's so much joy here. And so that's that's one tip. Another tip is unclench. Likely a lot of the, um, the, 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 the conflict has to do with how clenched you are in your body. So just notice a few times a day, is my stomach totally geared up, which means I'm going into battle and I'm ready to fight. I mean, there's a stance there. We can soften the belly. We can release the shoulders. Even when our child's at school and we're thinking about them, check, are we clenched? So those are two tips. Wonderful. Very, very insightful and helpful and so practical uh, just to to do that. And if I may ask, is is that kind of like, so if you write down in, in your notebook the positives uh, about your spicy one, um, so should they do that on a regular basis? So it's kind of like a, an, an ongoing thing? 
Yes, it'd be great if you found three things a day because the question you ask yourself dictates the answer you find. If the question is, what is wrong with this kid? You're going to find so many things wrong. But if instead you're asking yourself, what is good and, and right about this child? And you're capturing those, you begin to train your brain to find those things. And if you want to up-level it, begin to speak those things over your child. I see how much you love to be with your friends. I... I notice how gentle you are with the dog, just because you are helping to create the self-concept of this child. And if you dislike them, they will dislike themselves eventually. And you will create kind of like the, the environment for them. So therefore, if you're kind of like on the positive side, you create a positive environment for them. And uh, that uh, can help uh, too in that regard. Fantastic. So I want to give you also the opportunity and platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might have helped with that, but also in a broader sense. Yeah, I just finished a free temperament um, PDF. So it's a quiz, like how spicy is your child? And there's sort of mild, there's medium spice, and there's like, okay, you've got a fiery hot pepper. And there's nine different sort of ways of looking at a child's personality and natural born um, sort of instincts. And so go ahead and, and download that. And I think that will also help you to stop fighting the things that are part of their nature. You know, like we can embrace that, okay, this is the, how they came from the factory pre-made. Um, these are the settings. It will release a lot of the tension. Wonderful. Well, thank you for that. Of course, we put the link in the show notes. Uh, so um, again, um, everybody can check your quiz out. And so what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Mm, I think um, what is the way parents were raised have to do with the struggles they're having now parenting? Um, I think a lot of folks just don't want to look back, move forward. I'm not going to be like them. Um, and it doesn't work that way. The the research has shown that in order to um, not pass on sort of toxic behaviors of your own parents, you must be able to articulate what it was like for you to be little and in that environment. So there's some healing to be done. And the spicy one brings it front and center. You can't escape this parenting journey with that kind of child without doing the work to say, what was it like for me to be little? What behaviors were not allowed? And therefore, when I see them in my child, I can't accept them because I can't accept them in me. So there's a there's a big connection and there's healing to be done about what it was like for you to be little, even if your parents did the best they could, in order for you to be able to not be pulled unconsciously back towards ways of being. So you've got to be able to talk to people about it. And, and when people say to me, oh, I, they did the best they could, or I was a little I pain in the butt, I deserved everything I got. Those are immediate cues. Wow, this person hasn't done the work yet. There's not a lot of empathy or compassion for what it was like to be little. So how could they manufacture that compassion for the child in front of them or for themselves, for that matter, in this tough journey? So yeah, that's my answer. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree. And we all have, I call this the, the sticky family patterns, right? <laughs> that are all the power to scar our, our kids. And uh, so, yes, we have to have that inside look of ourselves. So this brings me already to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Mm. Um, both on the same day, happened to be yesterday. Um, my son 
played on the guitar, Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. And it was just this full circle moment of he he enjoys music. I enjoy music. He's playing a song he chose that I happen to love. And then he let me sing, which is usually super cringe factor when you have a teenager. They do not want to see their parents singing. There's something about the vulnerability of it. And he let me sing and he played. And it was just this moment of like, we could be in a band together. But I had to keep all that contained and be like, yeah, it's cool. It was lovely. <laughs> well, this is an amazing goosebumps moment for you. Hopefully for him at one point as well. So thank you, Mary, for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moment um, with your son. But also thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Mm, such a pleasure. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.